0: Welcome to Future Stories, a brand new podcast from thejournal.ie. We're partnering with Volkswagen, a leader in automotive technology trends, to look to the future, one vision at a time. Throughout the series, we'll be exploring the future of everything from mealtimes, to housing, to your weekly supermarket shop, and speaking to innovators and changemakers. Time on future stories. What's the future of keeping fit, and could it soon be possible to stay in shape without breaking a sweat? Oh wow! <laughs> so we're going to dive down to the seabed. What we need is a light, moderate gear, so you can feel some tension underfoot. I'm at Westwood Gym in Dublin City Centre with the studio manager Katie Harvey, trying out an exercise class with a difference. The trip is part of the Les Mills suite of fitness classes and is described as an immersive spinning experience. Like a standard spinning class, you hop up on a stationary bike and pedal your heart out while an instructor eggs you on. Unlike other classes, for the trip, you're pedaling in front of a massive IMAX screen, displaying footage of cityscapes and digitally created worlds, almost as if you're cycling outside. Oh, wow. This is already pretty intense. So it's like a road in Greece, is that where we are? Yeah, so this entire trip is based in Santorini. Okay, wow. So we're kind of moving down a road, lots of like whitewashed houses. It's very Greece. In one class, you could be cycling through a Mediterranean town and then you'll find yourself under the sea. And by the time the pace really picks up, you're in a dystopian world with kaleidoscopic really cool lights and dark tunnels. Like this, and yeah, Whatever the view, it's easy to forget that your legs are moving, and that your heart is racing, and that you're covered in sweat.
1: Four, three, two, slow. Over there.
0: <sighs> that would be one of the most popular ones the underwater one. That was amazing. uh, Yeah, the visuals are really cool, they're very different because you start on land, you dive underwater, you go through the caverns. So like each trip follows a sort of theme like that, where it's like a story, a proper journey. So you go through your water tunnels, you find an abandoned city like Atlantis and you go through that and you'll see whales, you'll see ruins, everything like that. And then we dive even deeper, where you find an underwater cavern um, that just has... Lots of crazy stuff going on. (laughs) That was really amazing. Like You kind of forget that you're on a bike. The trip is hands down the most popular class at Westwood Gyms and there's a waiting list for the bikes every single day. Katie reckons the more of an escape that exercise can offer, the more popular it becomes. I know for me that I've always trained as an escape. If I've had a busy day, I'll come to the gym, I'll train, switch my brain off and feel better leaving. So I think it's just an extension of that for people, where they can just turn off that little bit more and get sucked into this immersive world um, for 45 minutes. And they don't have to think about their day at work. They don't have to think about any other issues they have. They can just enjoy exercising. But what if, as well as making your workout more interesting, you could also make it more effective? In the UK and US, there are a number of companies helping fitness fans do just that by using DNA testing to help people figure out exactly what they should be eating, how they should be training and when they should be hitting the gym.
2: I'm Sebastian Corp. I work for DNA Fit. We're a genetics-based wellness company based out of London and we use a genetic test to look for variations in 50 different genes that all relate to exercise and nutrition response. In terms of the information you can get from your DNA, there's, there are certain things that are always going to be true no matter what your DNA is. So, you know, if you're looking to lose weight, it's always a good idea to reduce your calories. If you're looking to improve general health, exercise is always a good idea. But in terms of where the value of DNA is, it comes in in personalising the approach. So where can we improve the average advice to make it more relevant to the individual rather than using uh, just sort of general guidelines.
0: Exercise wise a report from DNA Fit can help gym goers to plan a workout that's specifically tailored for their body. You apply online, send them a saliva sample in the post and 10 or so days later your results are in. From there you can start applying the analysis to your daily diet and workouts. So take a runner for example.
2: Some people will have the experience where they go to gym and they find that their fitness really improves quickly from doing uh, like repeated sprints whereas other people find they need to do things like long-distance steady-state running. And you can think of that as people being on a a spectrum of responding well to power activities uh, or endurance activities. Uh, Injury risk is another one we look at on the training side. So we can look at the kind of collagen you make in your soft tissue uh, and help inform you on what the likelihood is of experiencing an injury and how you can best prepare to reduce that risk.
0: A test from a company like DNA Fit can also help you figure out how well your body breaks down things like fats compared to, say, carbohydrates, and how quickly or slowly you break down caffeine and alcohol compared to the average person.
2: So you can either be a fast metabolizer or a slow metabolizer of caffeine. People with the fast version, they're the kind of people that can have, you know, a cup of coffee before bed and sleep just fine. And the slow metabolisers, those people that, you know, that have a coffee late in the afternoon, that might interrupt their sleep.
0: So how much does all of this cost? Well, it's less than you might think. You'll pay more for a year's gym membership or for a round of personal training sessions.
2: Our DNA test starts at pounds, and we use that with everyone from absolute beginners who are looking just to find some improvements in their training and diet plans or they want to just learn some personalised. using the same information but just applying it to different situations to get the improvements that they're
0: looking for. Of course making the kinds of small scale changes that DNA Fit recommends is only really going to work if you're up for putting in the hard graft at the gym too. But what if you're not? Scientists at the Salk Institute in the US have had lots of press over the last year or so after announcing they were developing an exercise pill that boosts endurance and makes the body burn fat faster. Could that kind of quick fix ever become a genuine replacement for a workout, though? I asked Dr. Giles Warrington of the University of Limerick for his take.
1: I'm head of the Department of Physical Education and Sports Sciences, and I'm a senior lecturer in sport and exercise physiology. Uh, and I would have also been a member of the uh, Team Ireland medical team for the Athens, Beijing, London and Rio Olympics. And th- th- there's been much talk recently about this concept of the, the, the exercise pill. One example of this is this experimental drug known as uh, GW501516, which has been shown to change the activity of about a thousand genes in the body. Uh, And what has been suggested is that uh, this chemical compound uh, triggers a chemical process at a molecular level, utilizing the the plentiful fat stores in the body and sparing the limited carbohydrate stores. And this would be kind of very similar to the training adaptation you would expect to see in an elite endurance athlete. Something as a scientist that we just need to be aware of is that there's a big difference between showing a short-term effect in mice uh, to demonstrating a, a long-term benefit in humans. And then you've also got to think about the long-term implications of long-term use. I, I, is there any potential risks?
0: I asked Dr. Warrington if he ever sees a genuinely effective substitute for working up a good, old-fashioned sweat.
1: I don't think there's any real quick fixes. You know, the, Within the health and fitness industry, you know, they, they seem to be cyclical. Fads come in and fads go out but the, the, the core principles do, do apply.
0: One thing Dr Warrington mentions is having a workout plan that runs over a long period of time, and that is updated periodically.
1: What we do know in terms of exercise and training is that training programs that are periodized, and what that means is they're they're planned in a cyclical basis. Uh, have generally been shown to be the most effective in terms of the, the performance outcomes or the training benefits from them. But you know, if you think of an elite athlete, they if they're an Olympic athlete, they, they plan on a four-year cycle. But what they would generally do with the coach is they would design their training program over an annual basis, mm. built into the various phases, obviously terminating with the competitive phase. Would The bottom line would be identifying what is the target? What what are you trying to achieve? Is it is it running a, a marathon in five hours? Is it to reduce body fat so I think initially to really identify what is the purpose of what you're trying to achieve set some simple training goals.
0: So for the average person who simply enjoys moving and keeping fit how is exercise going to change in the coming decades?
1: The biggest challenge probably we're seeing in society is that generally people are cash rich and time poor that they're they're working longer and longer hours, probably getting um, less and less sleep. Exercise really needs to fit into their busy lifestyles and has to be time efficient. When we think of athletic performance, you know, it's about training, it's about genetics, and it's about how exercise switches on various genes in the body. What geneticists and sports scientists like myself are interested in is identifying are there specific genes that can be isolated that are important to different types of athletes? The idea then is that if you could isolate these genes and look and see how exercise expresses them, would this lead to enhancement?
0: Seb at DNA Fit agrees.
2: More and more personalised information is becoming more readily available, more easily than ever. So you can now, of course, access your genetics through um, services like ours. It's also Things like, you know, everyone has activity trackers, either, either if they're wearing them or if they're just sort of inbuilt into their phone. You can gather your own blood sample, which is something we're actually just in the process of rolling out. Uh, people also um, are now able to look at things like the microbiome. And I think in the future, what you're going to see is all of these different streams of information being tied together
0: to give you a much
2: higher resolution picture of your health.
0: So, while you mightn't be able to ditch the gym in favour of a handful of tablets just yet, it seems there are plenty of developments coming down the line that'll not only make your workout easier and more interesting, but also far more effective. That's all from me for this month. For more looks ahead, you can subscribe to Future Stories on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts for updates on our next episode. Thanks for listening. Future Stories is brought to you by the thejournal.ie in partnership with Volkswagen, who are at the forefront of automotive technology trends, including autonomous driving, in-car connectivity and electric
1: mobility. Volkswagen, we make the future real.